partner. This is Business 1440. KYCR, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump continues to try and hammer out better relations with North Korea's dictator Kim Jong-un. The president noting that he has, in fact, uh, received a three-page letter from uh, Kim Jong-un talking about the possibility of further talks as they try to come to some kind of terms about the country's ongoing nuclear program. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has become a high-profile object of partisan scorn as he positions himself right along with President Trump both seeking re-election in the upcoming election. And McCullough's taken a lot of hits over his stance in favor of the president's policies as well. 52 years after his plane was shot down to Vietnam, the remains of 36-year-old Colonel Roy Knight Jr. are back in Texas. They were returned by a commercial jet flown by his own son. The remains of the 36-year-old arrived on Thursday at Dallas Love Field. This is SRN News. That's the sound of the crisis at our border. That's the sound of special interest groups profiting from our nation's vulnerability. Want to know what the solution to our immigration issue sounds like? Then plan to join us for an evening with Michelle Malkin, September 24th at the Ames Center in Burnsville. Michelle was an early pioneer in online conservative media and is an author and blogger with millions of followers across the web. Be a part of the conversation that's shaping the future of U.S. security and defending the integrity of our law. Go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com to reserve your seats. Tickets start around $12 with elite VIP upgrades available that include front row seating, meeting greet passes, and a copy of Michelle's new book, Open Borders, Inc. What does freedom of speech sound like? An evening with Michelle Malkin at the Ames Center in Burnsville on September 24th. Details at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-424-7126. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-424-7126. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-424-7126. 1-800-424-7126. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. Uh, I'm excited. This economy is on fire. It's the King Banyan Show. Let me emphasize that correlation is not causation. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Please bring on the recession. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. There we go. 
there is nothing scarier than it getting to three after the hour and you hear absolutely nothing on your headphones. <laughs> oh, that's great. King Vegas Show, Business 1440. Good morning. They have moved us back into the studio in the mothership from which we were born. Actually, we're coming up here in a couple months to our 10th anniversary of the King Banyan Show. Of course, uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network's been around for 15. We celebrated the 15th anniversary back in March, but about five and a half years into the uh, into the Narn, the, uh, the Empire was expanded to a second station here at, uh, at uh, KYCR, uh, Twin Cities Business Radio, at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Uh, where I just sent the link to the show to my mother. So, Mom, if you're listening, hi. That was kind of a an abrupt opening. Mom lives, of course, down down in South Carolina, as I've told you folks before. And um, and so, uh, from time to time, when I'm away, that's where I am uh, visiting her. But uh, <laughs> the month of August, not the best month to go, particularly when it's 65, low humidity. Yeah, it's a little overcast today, but I think some of that's going to burn off. It's going to be just a beautiful weekend here in Minnesota. And uh, very grateful to live here and to have the chance to be with you. And thank you for listening. Besides you, Mom. Uh, thank you for listening. It's just there's so many things you could be doing this weekend. Uh, and you're choosing to spend some time with us. If you're listening us to the podcast on TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, I know listener Don... Uh, uh, tweeted at me earlier this week on like Tuesday or Wednesday that he had been away for a few days but picked up the entirety of last week's show at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com click on podcasts and find my smiley face and from there you can get every hour of the show going back for quite some time as we noted we've been here we've been here since 2009 if you're new to the show, just to let you know, I am uh, Dean of the School of Public Affairs here at St. Cloud State University. I sit here in St. Cloud. Andrew is back at the mothership down in Egan, and the miracles of the Internet work. I don't have email this weekend because of, I don't have, I don't have campus email this weekend because we're transitioning servers, but uh, I was assured that uh, the technology on our end would work. I was a little more nervous than normal as we plugged in this morning, but here we are. I'll tell you who's been nervous this week has been pretty much anybody with money in the market. Uh, it's been it was a wild ride on the week. Let me grab my Wall Street Journal here that I have at the edge of my left hand. Get it out of its wrapper. Trade tension sends markets on wild week. Well, yes and no. Uh, the week started, of course, with China allowing its. Uh, currency to rise above uh, 7 won or renminbi to the dollar um, I would uh, I would argue that uh, we'll have we'll have some cuts about people co- referring to this concept of currency manipulation um, the short answer to this is is that um, all currencies well I shouldn't say all currencies uh, but there are very 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 few currencies that truly float at the market rate. All central banks, all treasury departments, engage in some form of currency policy that impacts their exchange rate. They all do it. So calling one a currency manipulator 
is largely a matter of saying, I don't like the policies you have at this moment. Get different policies. Which is perfectly fine to say. I haven't any issue. I haven't any issue with the with a country saying, I don't like the currency policies of the United States. I don't like the currency policies of China. I don't like the currency policies of Japan. Fine. You can say that. But we're going to label you a currency manipulator. And that means then that we start this long process, which I'll describe, and I'll describe later in the show. There's this long process now by which the... Gov- the U.S. government will come to some conclusion on whether they're not whether or not China is manipulating the currency, and if they are, there are certain things that allows them to do. Not in not coincidentally, twelve months from now would be August of 2020. I wonder what's happening right around then. Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. Oh, I know. Won't there be an election happening somewhere then? There's certainly always an election happening somewhere. But I think there's one happy in the United States, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so I suspect that I suspect there's a little bit of a timing issue here. It was a, it, it almost almost wants me to. If I had a soundboard, I would play Church Lady saying, "Isn't that convenient right now?" I'm not going to do my Dana Carvey voice for you, but um, that w- that's pretty much where my head is at with with this particular piece on currency manipulation. They could have. The claim they're making they could have made at any point in the last two and a half years. I, I find it interesting that they would do so now. And you'll say, but, 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 but the People's Bank broke the seven. They broke the seven. Nah, it's pretty explainable. We're going to do that during the show today. Um, a lot of people laying uh, blame or, or, or credit, if you like what's happening right now. Uh, blame or credit going to exactly one advisor, Peter Navarro, who is said to have been the only person in the room telling President Trump to put the 10% tariffs on the remaining $300 billion of goods that are imported from China that aren't already facing a tariff. Everyone else said no. Navarro said yes. But there's only one real vote in the room. That's, of course, the president's. And the president said now we're going to put those tariffs on as effective effective august uh, september 1st so we'll we'll get we'll get to all that there, this is always that week after the jobs report this is always a week where we're a little light in data so when we do our usual as we always do on the show so in case mom is listening mom at the beginning of the show what do we always do we do this we do this review of the data this is uh my my listeners like this. You might find this a little dry, but but I told my listeners like hearing some of this stuff. Um, did you have you noticed what's happening with mortgage rates lately? Mortgage rates have dropped down to about four percent. Four point oh one was the latest number on on job uh, on uh, mortgage rates. Let me find that. Let me find that piece. Yeah, from uh, the Mortgage Bankers Association. Four point oh one percent. But home purchases, not refis. Refis are up. There are a lot of people out there refinancing because from the beginning, of year over year, mortgage rates are down about 0.8% or 80 basis points. They're down to about, again, 4 point, that's, that's 4.01% is the average rate that people are finding. 
Refinances are actually only up um, six. Excuse me, purchases are only up six and a half percent. Again, I think that's just a sign of a late cycle. But if you want to explain to people why is it that the consumer is still doing well, the cost of borrowing is extraordinarily low. Just extraordinarily low at this moment. And that that lock, lack of, of, of borrowing costs is encouraging people, you know, consumers to get their mortgages refinanced and get things down. I think I think that will continue. I expect to see refinancing continue to increase because I think I think mortgage rates are probably heading lower rather than higher over the next couple months because we had a we have a ten year U.S. Treasury bond that currently pays pays a yield of about one point six percent. Right, I don't mind banks making some money. But a spread of a spread of uh, of two point four percent between the ten year treasury and the mor- and mortgages, banks are going to want to get that extra yield, and they're going to they're going to compete, and they'll compete eventually by by breaking mortgage rates back down below four percent. I I really believe over the next over the next month, you'll start seeing banks advertising that they're do- willing to do refis in the in the mid to high threes. If you're if you're right at the edge of making one of those decisions, you haven't locked in a rate yet. I might hit the pot. I mean, I don't give investment advice usually, but I feel fairly strongly right now that interest rates are going to continue to go lower, particularly particularly on mortgages, particular particularly on um, particularly on uh, prime uh, borrowing, and I expect I expect the automobile sector is going to come out with. Uh, some pretty nice financing as well. So if you're queuing up for that new 2020 car, um, I expect you're going to see some pretty nice finance deals out there as well. The consumer is going to continue to contribute to GDP growth over the second half of this year. Now, as I was telling a good friend of mine who came down to visit from uh, up north uh, this past, this, this just yesterday, he came, he came into town. Um, I'm going to tell you why I think the second half of 2020 is probably the point where you ought to start thinking about the economy turning downhill. I think it's going to happen then. I haven't given you a date before. I'm ready. Okay. Um, I'm ready to give you a. Um, I'm ready to give you an, a, a date, and I it, that date is is third quarter of 2020 it's the average it, it it has a number of things in place for that but as i look through this data i'm going to read you some other data here in a moment uh after after the break coming up but as i go through the data right now i'm seeing more and more signs that we're not ready it's not going to be in the next three to six months but i am now officially calling myself on recession watch okay Recession watch is not like recession warning, okay? It's not like thunderstorms, right? Where they'll put you on thunderstorm watch. That means, ah, maybe there's a thunderstorm might come by today, maybe tomorrow. That's where I'm at right now. I'm not at the get in the basement stage. But we could get there before much longer. We'll tell you why in a moment here. King Bang Show, Business 1440. <laughs> 
Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it, whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments, and it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. There is nothing that they won't do to get you the help you need to become a successful student at Online Trading Academy. My name is Brian. I've been with Online Trading Academy since November 2016. What OTA has done for me, they've really opened my eyes into how the financial markets work and how a financial advisor, how do mutual funds work and how do they make money and what the expense is to me for them giving me their advice. Teaching me that I can be in control of that is really helping me save the expense that they had been taking out of my portfolio. The only criteria that you need is the internal desire to want to become a trader and take financial control of your life. Join us for a free investing class by calling pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across Welcome back, King Daniel Show Business 1440. Woo! 
Now, Andrew doesn't know this because we've never had this discussion before, I'm pretty sure. I went through a series of string instruments that I played, including uh, guitar, mandolin, violin, and viola. But when I played in a band, I was I was a bassist. Just as I try now to sing bass for uh, choral groups, even though I'm truly a baritone, I'm not a bass. Um, low notes uh, still give me a little trouble. I don't have much I don't have much volume down there. Uh, but. This bass line is probably, uh, this, this, this bass line, leave it up a minute, Andrew, this is, this is just lovely. Ugh, just tasty. Okay, you can take it down now. King Banging Show, Business 1440. I could geek out on, uh, good bass lines and jazz for hours upon hours. Uh, because I just so admire the skill. I don't, my fingers did not work that well ever uh, as a a younger fellow. And I suspect now in my sixties, they'd be even slower. (sighs) Anyway, six, five, one, two, eight, nine, four, four, seven, seven. If you want to complicate Andrew's life even more than the new studio, go ahead and try calling. Oh, Andrew, make sure they give you a little extra, uh, a, a few extra oats in the feed bag today. There's, uh, <laughs> there's, uh, there's, it's quite a day for you. Uh, you have my sympathy, sir. Um, the, the economy has my sympathies. And so, as I was saying just before the break, I feel like we're, we're, we should be on recession watch at this time. The first reduction in the Fed rate. Even even with the comments about mid-cycle correction and the and the lot, and the comments this week that were that were really really aimed at um, trying to bolster, I felt like the Fed statements made by by people such as um, uh, James Bullard uh, this week. Uh, I heard a couple others. Um, Charles, I think I heard Charles Evans somewhere. Uh, I've, I, I should go, I should go through the, uh, if you've ever, never, if you've never, ever found, uh, FOMC speaks, it's a web, it's a, uh, page at the St. Louis Federal Reserve's website. It's basically a collection of all the speeches given by the fed governors and presidents. So if you're a fed watcher as I am, um, you just, you, you just get the feed <laughs> from there. I have to go back and look as I haven't looked at the feed for a while, but, uh, but I've heard enough statements to make me believe that the fed really doesn't believe this is a, a rate-cutting cycle. But it does seem to be a little bit like that. Um, markets go on a wild week, says the cover of uh, this morning's Wall Street Journal. Friday ended on a down note. Um, President Trump raised the possibility that a meeting with China on trade might be canceled, pressuring stocks. Indeed, we have that, where, where he says this. Andrew, if you can, I'll add to your complications by asking you to play cut number seven, please. Had the worst year that they've had in many, many decades. Uh, And it's getting only worse. Thousands of companies are leaving China. They would like to make a deal. I'm not ready to make a deal. I'm not ready to make a deal. Okay. So this... the. Now, there are still people who will argue, I believe, that 
I, I believe that you're going to hear people continue to argue that he's just posturing. He really wants a deal. I think those people are are truly whistling past the graveyard at this point. I believe this administration has decided it is in their interest, it's in their political interest, to keep the pressure on China. And I say that because he is not getting much in the way of pushback from any of the 20-plus presidential candidates running on the other ticket, vying to be the name that's on the ballot in November next year. Look, go listen to the last two debates and show me, show me the person who's arguing that we need free trade with China. You won't. You won't hear it because there's a number of issues on which China's going to be had. And this is why I think, I thought it was interesting that this is the week that they took Peter Navarro and put him out in front of cameras to talk about China policy. I have thought this has been very interesting because up to this point, when there was a discussion about China, it was almost always it was almost always Larry Kudlow who was going to do the speaking and not Navarro, not Lighthizer. Okay? I'll tell you what. I want you to close your eyes and imagine Peter Navarro's face. If you can't do that in three seconds, then it means that they have not put him out on television much. You would have no such problem with Larry Kudlow. You probably would have no such issue with Steve Mnuchin, the Treasury Secretary. But you probably don't even know what Peter Navarro looks like. You probably don't even know what Robert Lighthizer, the U.S. Trade Representative, looks like. Yet, this was the week, this is the week that they decide that it's clear the Trump administration has pivoted to bringing out Navarro. He shows up on, he showed up on, um, on CNBC. Of course he did Fox Business because the, the Trump White House believes Fox Business is Fox and so it's going to be very, very friendly to them. Even though I would, I would say Fox Business is probably more centrist than, than, than the Fox News Channel. I, I think they, they don't have, they don't have quite the same number of opinion, opinion-based uh, uh, show hosts that uh, Fox News Channel has. Okay, you can't. There's, there's no parallels. So Stuart Varney. Well, I, I, you know, Lou Dobbs. Mm, yeah, maybe. But they started bringing they started bringing people around to uh, they start bringing Lighthizer and and uh, Navarro around they've made they've made a change. Now let me take you through the data from other places around the world to show you why the pressure the pressure is building in other places. I'm going to read you the good news. This is from the, my list of positive news. Japanese household spending up two point seven percent year over year in June. Okay. It was supposed to be up only 1.1%. But they're going to impose a VAT. They say they're putting another VAT on in October. If they put the VAT on, any impetus for, for uh, the world economy from Japan will, will dissipate. Singapore's purchasing manager index is at 51. 
but their biz, their expectations number fell to the lowest level since two years ago, two and a half years ago. Factory orders were up in Germany, okay, but it was almost all non-Eurozone, in, and it was almost all capital goods. If you look at their consumer goods, if you look at consumer goods within the Eurozone from Germany to the rest of the EU, they were down. Pay attention to what's happening in Italy, where it looks like the the coalition between the League and uh, the Five Star Movement is about to fall apart because the junior the junior member of the of the government, okay, La Liga, it looks like it's going to become much more popular than Five Star, and La Liga is just going to say, "Well, you, you guys have control of the of the government right now. We're your junior partner." We want to be the senior partner, so unless you're willing to give me the chair, Matteo Salvini, who's the head of La Liga, is just saying, well, then we're just going to vote no confidence. We'll go to another election. So Italy could be facing another election, which will be contentious in the second half of this year. Let me just say that makes the EU a bit of a mess. And then to take the 7% the, the seven one per dollar breach, the reaction to that in the rest of the in the rest of the Asian market was to cut rates. You got surprise cut in New Zealand. You got cuts that were a little more expected in Thailand and in India. And then on Thursday morning, the Philippines cut their rate, which wasn't really expected. You might say, well, who cares? It's the Philippines. It's like, you know, it's not a very big economy. It's a pretty good size economy. It's pretty good size. And let's just let's just face facts. Asia is suffering some pressure from some other places. Now let me let me go back to the United States and 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 remind you that we've said the manufacturing sector has been in decline, but the service sector has been bolstering the U.S. economy. The ISM number for services for July. This is the Institute for Supply Management. We're now at. We're now at uh, 13 of them growing and five of them contracting. Uh, that's five versus one. And only 11 of them saw growth in new orders of the 18. We're, we're begin- Is the service sector beginning to tip over too? Because if we're there, that recession cannot possibly be very far away. Okay? This is the Recession Watch edition of the King Banyan Show. We'll be right back here on Business 1440. Wally Longfellow, Eric Nelson from the Minnesota Score Magazine and Minnesota Score Radio with you here on the two-minute score. Well, Eric, as September and the fall approach, I think about going back indoors to watch the National Football League. Yes, your Minnesota Vikings over at U.S. Bank Stadium. And while I am no fan of being indoors, particularly in September and October, uh, I understand that you know they've got a stadium that they've used year-round, so on and so forth. But let me tell you something else that bothers me about Viking. All the noise that comes out of those loudspeakers, all of the artificial sound, the constant pounding of the drum and the, the music that's blared to blow your ears out, and it is beyond belief. If you haven't been to a Vikings game in that stadium and you plan to go this year, 
bring the earplugs because it is annoying, and it's not just the Vikings anymore. The Twins are doing it too. It drives me crazy. Well, it's a rock concert on steroids. Uh, I mean, the Vikings are going to have a lot of noise anyways because they play in a dome, but they want to take it to the next level, and they crank up the speakers to incredibly high volumes, ridiculously high. I mean, you can't even hear yourself think, and uh, the whole premise is, oh, all right, we want the other team to have a bunch of false starts and all this, but uh, there's really nothing organic about it. it it's, a lot of it's manufactured. Even the uh, in-game commercials they play when there's a timeout, those are cranked up, so you don't even get a break when uh, there's a TV timeout. It, it's excessive, and uh, you know what? It's sensory overload, and uh, I, I wish there was a hole in that roof so the noise could escape a little bit. But there isn't, so uh, get ready to go back into the great indoors and give up more fall and winter Sundays. Take a lesson from Menu Outdoors, non-manufactured sound. Minnesota Score Radio, Saturdays at noon on Business 144. Follow the Bison all season long and keep up with your favorite high school teams with Minnesota Score. Stream the Dave Ramsey Show and join our VIP fan club. All at the new TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. Business 1440 and iHeartRadio. They go together like pennies and pinching. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business fourteen forty. Ah, I love that. King Banyan Show. Business fourteen forty six five one two eight nine four four seven seven six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Number call with questions, comments, and just to make uh, Andrew's life just a titch more miserable. Uh, here on the King Banyan Show. So, let me take you through a few other of these uh, these uh, challenges that are out there. Uh, like I, as I m- noted before, okay, yes, Germany had an increase. Uh, Germany had an increase. Let me find that. Num- I've lost that number now. What the devil did I do with it? Yes, factory orders up two and a half percent. Uh, month over month over a two percent after a two percent drop in May, but most of that gets sent outside of the eurozone but if i go if I look at industrial production down one and a half percent month over month through going okay an i p number includes not just manufacturing but it'll include ma- mining goods energy goods 
intermediate goods. German, the, the German uh, econ- economic ministry just said, quote, manufacturing remains mired in a downturn. Services, okay, the services sector in the Eurozone is about the same place we are. And then I get to China. Or China. Okay. Remember to, remember to squint and close your eyes as you say the CH. And that's how you can make it sound a little more like you're a guy from, a guy from the Bronx. Um, so, so I'm hearing, uh, <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting messages from Andrew while, while we're talking that are, that are hilariously funny. Thank you. Uh, so anyway, we are, we're, we're relearning a studio that we haven't been able to use for months. Uh, and of course it's all spiffy and new and different and it makes production sometimes, a, um, more challenging than average. It's sort of like when you, I should tell, I will tell this story. So I bought a new car about a year ago and it's one of those cars that it's, it's, it's a Mercedes. And, and so it has an auto, it, it has an automatic transmission, but it also has, has a, uh, it also has the ability to use a shifters, and the shifters are built onto the back of the steering wheel. They're like little paddles that you can upshift and downshift with. Now, I looked at those as like, yeah, I don't really need those. I'm not. Why? Why, why would I bother? I, I, I don't want it. If I wanted to buy a stick, if I wanted to drive a manual transmission car, I would get a stick shift. But. The problem is those are placed at, if you think of the steering wheel as a clock, those paddles are at 9 and 3. Once in a while you accidentally hit one, and all of a sudden your car is shifting. And you didn't mean it to. And it's like, how do I, you know, and it's like, how do I make this stop? So So the first time I did, I had to pull over to the side of the road, put the car in park. And once I started the car again, that feature's turned off. We went back to going automatic. It was fine. And so I was at the, I was at the dealership this week and I talked about this. I said, oh yeah, well, all you need to do is press this button. It'll automatically go back to running in automatic. And I'm like, how was I supposed to do that? They said, it's in the manual. I said, but the manual wasn't in the vehicle. No, the manual is online, but I can't drive. I can't look at the manual online while I'm driving because we have a hands-free law in this state. We'll have to pull over the side of the road. Yes. When I do that and put it in park, and they, you, you can kind of see where that went. Anyway, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. I'm not sure if I'm really encouraging you to call or not, but I'll give you the number anyways. Um, turn to China, where a third bank has okay, Hungfeng Bank, which is in one of the provinces, not in an area of the country that you know terribly well. This is the third bank that has been been taken over. The first one was Baosheng, uh, and the second one was uh, Jiaxiang, uh, and then uh, Jinsheng, and then the third one was Hangfeng. And, and these three banks are about half a trillion won, so you can do back out and do, that's about $80 billion worth of assets under management. These are not huge banks, but they're big banks. And these banks have all been taken by either the the government itself or by a state-owned financial concern, 
a sovereign wealth fund or something like that. Hung Fung, the third one, was just purchased out this weekend. I tweeted uh, at Pound KBRS. I tweeted a link to the story from the South China Morning Post today. Um, I don't think this is going well for China. And I realize there are people who's like, good, maybe they'll go ahead and negotiate with us now. I don't sense they're backing down at all. Besides which, I remind you that in August, pretty much like many other parts of the world, China goes on vacation in August. They're probably not making any big decisions about major changes in policy this week. Probably won't make any changes next week. So you're going to get to September 1, and we go between Larry Kudlow saying he doesn't want a deal Larry Kudlow saying the Chinese want to make a deal to this. I'll, let's play this one more time. This was uh, this was President Trump leaving the White House yesterday when asked about whether or not the uh, deal with China was possible. Cut number seven. We've had the worst year that they've had in many, many decades. Uh, and it's getting only worse. Thousands of companies are leaving China. They would like to make a deal. I'm not ready to make a deal. So those last six words, I'm not ready to make a deal. Those last six words are not the are not words he's used before. He's usually said, we'll see about a deal. It's, you know, plays a little coy. He's now at, I'm not ready to make a deal. And I'm saying, so I'm saying his back is up. And the idea that there's going to be a, a trade, a, a trade war is, probably the trade war is going to last some time this is concerning many folks so so let's play you another clip or two this one this one is uh, on the i the notion that late last week we talked about this briefly uh that the trump administration or, or excuse me early this week the trump administration labeled labeled the uh, the chinese to be currency manipulators and that and to discuss that, we had, uh, I'm going to play just a little bit of this, so be on the pause button there, Andrew. This is Jack Lew, former Treasury Secretary under President Obama. Uh, cut number two. Let's play this cut. The history here is clear. For many, many years, currency was the hottest issue between the United States and China on, economic, on the economic agenda. When I was Secretary for the first two years, it was the top of my list. The last two years and since then, we actually addressed the problem. You know, for the last four years, China has actually reversed itself. It's been intervening to defend its currency, not to devalue its currency. I'm very proud that we succeeded by engaging, by bringing the world community together, by being tough in one-on-one -on -one negotiations, and they changed their policy. I think if you look at the last period of time, the facts don't support the claim of currency manipulation. Just one thing. The designation itself, the power of it, is weakened if you use it in a way that makes it not look serious. Stop there. Good. Thank you. So he's saying it's not serious, and there's a lot of people who are going to say it's not serious. I think it is serious. Jeffrey Frankel um, at, at uh, Project Syndicate uh, Jeffrey uh, was on Clinton's Council of Economic Advisors. He's a research associate at the, at the National Bureau for Economic Research, and he's a professor at Harvard. Um, Longtime commentator on international issues. Um, 
talks about this in more detail. I'll tweet this out to you at the break because I don't think I've posted this up yet. Um, the uh, but but he put out this piece yesterday, um, reminding us it's the first time we've labeled somebody a currency manipulator in in twenty five years. Okay, this is a reminder though that economic theory. This is from this is. This is from Frankel. Economic theory says that tariffs do not improve a country's trade balance in the way their proponents think they do. When an exchange rate is market determined, it automatically moves to offset the tariff. Intuitively, if tariffs discourage American consumers from buying Chinese goods, then demand for renminbi fall weakens and the currency price falls. Let me let me make that point again. I can't I can't make it more strongly. This is what we, we talked about a bit last week. We're going to talk about it again this week. When you do this, when you have a... So if you raise the price, if you raise a tariff at 10%, the demand for the currency that you're, you're, that you're facing is going to fall by, a, by an amount that should, in, should offset in a freely in a free-floating market, it would offset the impact of the tariff increase. Now, we could argue, and I would argue, that China probably let that depreciate more than than it had before because it's been managing that float. But there's no reason to believe that 7 isn't the right rate for the yuan. That they may have been managing it more, managing it more before, in the opposite direction to help the United States than they have now. We'll come back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model and it's about respect for officials opponents the rules and each other the result it transcends sports it gives us hope for the future high school sports there's so much more than just a game This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, 
draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services, so your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at wnav-video.com. According to a recent Barna study, schools are seen as a negative influence on faith formation. Church leaders view parents, churches, and Christian communities as positive influences on a child's spiritual life. However, children are spending most of their daytime weekday hours at school, which is perceived by many church leaders as a negative influence. A good Christian school can provide a strong Christian community to help positively influence your child's spiritual formation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we believe in the power of Christian education so much, we have partnered with local Christian schools to offer half off your child's first year of tuition. It's our half-off tuition program. To find out if the school you are considering is part of this program, and to take another great step in your child's faith formation, call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406, or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, Business 1440. So, a little basic economic theory. As explained, uh, as explained uh, just a moment ago uh, here by uh, Jeremy Frankel uh, here uh, um, in this editorial. I just tweeted it to you at pound KBRS. Pound KBRS is what you need to go to to... Uh, Follow the the Twitter feed for this show. I haven't actually checked in the last fifteen twenty minutes or so. So let me let me go. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> I love that. Um, let me see. Uh, let me see. Let's go back here here to this. When read this again. When an exchange rate is market determined, it automatically moves to offset the tariff. More generally speak, uh, he says. Intuitively, if tariffs discourage American consumers from buying imported Chinese goods, then demand for renminbi weakens and the currency's price falls. If you go back to 2004, 15 years ago, that's when the United States, after granting China the year before most favored nation status, okay, which the Trump administration clearly believes was a mistake, done by George W. Bush, when when they did that, the flow of imports into the United States, or chi- uh, the flow of Chinese exports, expanded dramatically. In order to buy those goods from China, foreign, foreign importers had to acquire renminbi, and that drove the price of the, that drove the price, that would naturally drive the price of the renminbi up. It's a natural balancing act to bring to, to bring trade balances back into more alignment. That when a country has higher, when a country has uh, greater amounts of of exports, its currency will appreciate, and that will offset some of that impact. Central banks routinely lean against that a little bit because they like having. The little little juice for their local economy from from having uh, 
having a little bit extra in exports. They get pressure from exporters to do so. But the Chinese in 2004 to 2008 clearly did not want the appreciation of the renminbi. And so it, later in this article, um, the Chinese um, the, le- intervened heavily to slow down the currency's market-driven appreciation. It's a, something that's referred to in the economics literature as leaning against the wind. The wind would blow the renminbi up. They lean against it to keep it from going up so much. In this, you know, multiple, you heard Jack Lou. The Obama Treasury Secretary say, hey, look, early in the Obama administration, we were pressuring China to stop doing this. They finally stopped it by 2015. Okay. And indeed, indeed, in 2015 and 2016, they spent, they spent um, approximately a quarter of their reserves of the, the People's Bank of China spent a quarter of their reserves, a trillion dollars, in essence, to prop up their exchange rate, okay, by basically selling off dollars to weaken the dollar and to push up the renminbi. Right? Now, they're like, well, to heck with that. Okay, so what... What they are saying, I think, I think this is, I think this is the, I think this is the cut. Let's play, let's play, uh, let's play, this is Peter Navarro, who I said came out on the air this week. Let me, uh, let me play cut number three. Peter Navarro, this would have been, I think, on Fox Business earlier this week. Good morning, Maria. What is your answer to the discussion that you just heard in terms of these debtor nations having to uh, pay back loans and they're doing it with devalued currencies as a result of these trade issues? Uh, I think that's overblown. Basically, what happens when China devalues their currency in Asia, competitors like the Philippines, Thailand, South Korea basically have to follow suit so that they can continue to have a strong economy. So that's just an adjustment that we're seeing in Asia. The the root of the problem, of course, um, is the Chinese yuan uh, devaluing. Since we put on the tariffs uh, last year, the yuan's gone down 12 percent. We put on tariffs at 10 percent, yuan goes down 12 percent, and they're basically trying to offset uh, the effect of the tariffs, but it, it does Stop. have ripple effects. But this is not Stop right this is there. Not something that, that... Sir, that's what we teach in the principles class. If you raise a tariff on a country, their currency is going to depreciate. You, 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 you act as if the cause and effect are not... Are, are, you act as if those two things are not cause and effect, but in fact they are. What you're upset about is the fact that they didn't continue to do what they did in 2015 and 2016 and prop up their currency. They basically like, well, if you're not going to cooperate with us, to heck with you. To heck with you. We're not going to we're not going to we're not going to reciprocate. Right? Go ahead. Is there a little bit left of that clip? Go ahead and play it out effects but this is not this is not something that that's that's threatening to the global economy it's it's an adjustment the good news is that uh, president trump 
by branding China a currency manipulator has stopped China's currency manipulation in its track. No! It has stated it will stabilize the yuan, and that's the first step back right. towards uh, getting uh, more stability in the currency market. All right, I'm not sure that, I'm not sure I know, and I don't know, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't do it for any significant amount of money. But I'd bet you 50 bucks. I'd bet 50 bucks that the renminbi will next be at 7.5 before it's at 6.5. Because if you put these tariffs on, that's what will happen. You're going to dry up demand for the currency. And when you dry, dry up demand for the currency, what happens is it depreciates. It will slide 7.5. Okay? So if you want to put the money down on that bet, it will. But that's what markets do. That's not what... Okay, that's not manipulation. That's the absence of manipulation. It's exactly the opposite of what the man is saying. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banging Show on Business 1440. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's B-A-G-1-1 to 88988. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now, you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply absolutely free call 1-800-458-7294 super beta prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like walmart 
But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-458-7294. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-458-7294. 1-800-458-7294. Your daily 